You're listening to Good Reporters Podcast, encouraging you to use your platform and spread the gospel of Jesus Christ, because good reporters bring good news. Hey everybody, what's going on? It's your boy Chris Edwards, aka Young Christ Like on social media, and today we are shooting live from North Carolina. And it's a little studio, it's a different setup. I'll try to do the best that I could do. This is a hotel setup. Um, just wanted to create an atmosphere at least <laughs> to sit down and just record for. Uh, but forget about all that. The, the most important part right now is just, um, I just wanted to get something out to you. And I just wanted to say something uh, as I've been vacationing just for about a week, uh, spending a good amount of time just out here, enjoying everything, doing everything from kayaking, never done that before, uh, hang gliding, never done that before. Uh, doing so many other different things, and it's kind of almost a reminder to me, just kind of we need to just get out there, uh, do what we got to do. I know the pandemic's been messing it up for a lot of us, um, but I really hope that we still take the time to get out and do what we have to do, take the time to rest. Uh, that's kind of where I want to go with this episode today. Uh, I, I didn't want to have a super formal topic, and I didn't want to go in and, you know, maybe even just hit you with so much scripture, but I did want to just... Uh, tackle tackle a couple of things I, I saw happening this week and tackle a few things that just has to do with vacations, uh, tackle a few things that have to do with rest. And that's what we're going to do here. That's what's going to happen with this episode. And for for the topic, I want to go somewhere in the light of um, the Wright Brothers. Uh, you know, the Wright Brothers, if you don't know them, they created uh, or worked hard to invent uh, the airplane. So many people did things before them. So many people had tried. So many people attempted uh, some actually died in the in the in the process of it, um, but we learned a good amount of things at this museum, at the Wright Brothers Museum, where we learned exactly what they did. I didn't know I was going to learn that much, and I think it really helped me, and I think it really should help a lot of us. Uh, and they were kind of just persistent. So long story short, I can't really give the background. I don't remember it as much, but I know that the two brothers were working so hard to create something. Uh, they worked hard to create this airplane. They tried everything. They had uh, so many different prototypes or ideas and thoughts, and they went to the drawing board. I mean, like the drawing board, and they went hard. Like they left, they went out to um, North Carolina. They were in their own spots, and they were working so hard. They had to be away from their family, and you know, so many times they failed. So many times they're like, "We're gonna get it off the ground. This is the thing. This is it. I know it." They grew momentum. They gained that momentum, and right when they gained it, it failed, and they lost faith. They lost hope. Um, but for some strong reason, some good reason, they'd always have a community around them, but they'd always get back. Uh, and they always keep pushing. And I remember seeing something that said unconquerable faith. Um, it, was actually, it was actually brought to me <laughs> that I should probably talk about unconquerable faith um, and not just leave it at um, just, yeah, like they did it and they made this invention. Uh, there's a process that goes in between that. And I really did want to talk about that process because it's, it's where we all are. It's where we all are or where we all have been. Some people probably already passed that process. Uh, for me, I'm in the middle of it. Like I'm shooting podcast episodes on a <laughs> on a trip right now and, um, you know, viewers are coming in a bit, but still at the very beginning of the process. And it could be discouraging. It could truly be discouraging sometimes when you're putting out content, when you're uh, working hard, when you're playing sports, when you're chasing music, when you're you know working for your career, when you're in school, um, and you have so many ideas, you think certain things are going to hit, you think you're going to do great at this, um, you train so hard, and then it just falls flat. Um, 
that's the true story of how we all get through it. That's the true story of how we all go to it, uh, through it. Excuse me. And same thing happened to the Wright brothers. They really had this confidence that this is what it was going to be. Like, I'm great. I could make, I mean, I can make these things. I can create these things. I have a, a plan and it looks so good and on paper it's so good. We're just going to create it. Then you get it out there. You got the model. You got the type. And you're like, this is it. And they kind of just put it out there and it just fell flat, you know. And, and, and how discouraging that must have been uh, to them. I mean, it's just about how discouraging it probably is to all of us, you know, whenever it happens. And what they attested, what they did, though was something that was different than, you know, probably most large percent of people would do. Uh, after they tried and tried and tried, they'd probably give up eventually or they'd probably just be like, you know what, it can't be done or, you know, it was whatever, make a litany of excuses to just kind of be like, yeah, this is probably not what it's going to be. But the Wright brothers showed some perseverance. They showed endurance through their um, trials and their tribulations, right? It's like James, uh, James 1, chapter, ch- chapter 1. I do this all the time. I mess up the chapter, I'll get the verse messed up. It's James chapter 1, uh, verses I think it's 1 through 3. Let me get my handy-dandy phone real quick. Um, ah, close enough. James chapter 1, uh, verses 2 to 4. And it says, Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. For you, know, for you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. And I, I talk about that scripture a lot. I mention that scripture a lot. I've actually used it, I'm sure, in this podcast before. And if I haven't, I just did, and I will use it again. Uh, but but when, I, when I heard about that story, it kind of reminded me of this true fact, this true biblical fact. And it kind of just speaks about it right here. And what the part I want to highlight is it says, for you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a, chase, a, ch- a chance to grow. I highlight it for you know that when your faith is tested, uh, because in Hebrews, and this is another one scripture I've used before and we'll use again, Hebrews 11.1 1 is, is defined, faith is defined as, uh, it says, faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. And here in this instance, faith was exactly that. It was something that was hoped for for these, for these Wright brothers. And this, now we're speaking specifically outside of like the faith of God, but we're speaking about faith, period. And for them, faith was something that they hope for. They hope to see one day something get off the ground and be able to fly. And as we know it now, we see airplanes all over the place, helicopters, all these things are just, you know, guided in a way by a motor and just things that we just might not even completely understand the physics of. Uh, But they were the ones who worked behind the scenes to make that happen. And they had the faith to see it happen. Like so many others had the faith to see it happen, but it didn't. Uh, But for them, they had this faith that was undeniable, and really just couldn't be couldn't be taken down. Like that faith was so strong that it was just like, no matter what, I'm gonna get this done. You know, okay, it didn't work out. Yeah, you probably are human, you probably go through these things, but no matter what, I'm gonna get it done. And the next portion that I wanted to tackle in that same scripture uh, is about endurance. And so that's what they that's what they were able to do. They were able to persevere, they were able to endure. Uh the, the definition, not in the Bible, because I can't find it in the Bible, uh, but in just some I think it was Miriam's. Uh, Webster's Dictionary is of endurance says that the ability to withstand hardship or adversity. The ability to withstand hardship or adversity. And that's what endurance is. And I bring that up only because it's promised. It's promised to us that we will go through hardship and adversity. It's promised to us that no matter how great things get, 
certain things may get a little bit difficult or no matter how much we think we have or we're going to get done or how great our ideas are, you know, some adversity will come through. And that's as, as that is promised to us. But not only that the adversity will come through, the question is really like, what are we going to do about it? You know, like when it comes through, okay, it's going to come through. Now, well, what are we going to do about it? Biblically right here is tested and it says that we should be able to count it all joy. We find that hard sometimes, but biblically it says that. But even deeper than that, it says that, you know, our, our endurance will be tested through that. Our faith will be tested. And we ought to learn through that how to, how to endure. And, and so that's what, that's what I kind of want to talk about today. That, that faith that's deep, that goes further, uh, it inspired me. Because it was like almost, almost with the things that I do sometimes, there's a point in the, in the, and there's a moment where I get really motivated. Like I get really motivated, like, oh man, look, listen to one thing, like I'm playing basketball, watch one basketball highlight video, or like, you know what I mean, watch one highlight video, get really excited, man, I'm about to go to the gym, I'm tearing it up. You know, if I'm, 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 I'm thinking about podcasting or, you know, just saying things, watch a really good sermon or a really good word, and man, like that was, that was empowering. I could just, you know, I feel like I could talk to the world, and, uh, you know, we went to the Billy Graham uh library as well and Billy Graham was just talking and just spreading the gospel. I'm like, man, I could spread the gospel and it and there goes that excitement, there goes that faith that you kind of just don't need anything. You got the motivation. And then you go to the gym, you don't drop <laughs> anything. You know, you go into the game, they had you on the bench most of the game. You you try to drop them buckets, you can't drop those buckets. You know what happens? Uh same thing, you know, same thing kind of goes in. You, you you go to that podcast, you start saying stuff, you're thinking your message is getting out, you feel like you didn't say the right way. You feel and discouragement sets in. I want to take a great encouragement from the Wright brothers and everything that they did, because look at the empire that they created of airplanes and aircraft and things that have just been taken to a totally different level due to a faith that, I mean, simply was just undeniable and could not be defeated. So that's kind of the motivation I want to give you today. And now being that I'm on this trip, like I said, this is vacation time. I kind of wanted to tell a story. I thought, uh, I thought, vacay story time. Maybe that'll be something smart. Didn't want to make it too serious. Didn't want to make it too heavy. Kind of just wanted to remind y'all and motivate y'all. Keep the faith. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, and even when it gets tough, keep on pushing through. Uh, but I don't want to get too, you know, cliche with you. And I just want to kind of tell a story, uh, vacation time story that I had, and it's hilarious. I don't, I don't have a f- super funny, super crazy one. Uh, on this in this exact trip, I had a great time, but I do not have a crazy story. But I do have a crazy story about when I went to Connecticut, and and I mean, I just figured why not uh, get this get this story out to everybody. So I don't know if anybody's ever heard like an animal make a sound that another animal should make. Um, but if you haven't, I have. My friends will deny this to the death of them, even though some of them were there. And should have very much heard the sound that this cat made, um, but let's let's get back to the story. So I kind of I kind of I kind of um, went to this trip to Connecticut with a few friends of mine. Uh, we were all supposedly we were supposed to be in a hotel or like Airbnb with like five of us or something. But really, I think the limit was like two or something, and we didn't know that. So we we agreed with the guy, we agreed with the wife, and they said, "Yeah, you can come." We get there. And the guy is outside. It's creepy as ever. Like, I'm going to fast forward it a lot. It's creepy as ever. It was like the moment the movie Split just came out. It was a guy out there. He was bald. He looked like he was just standing outside looking creepy. 
Um, and we thought it was just going to be us just going into the house and just be normal. No, he was there. He was kind of just like, you know, what's going on, guys? Hey, and like, oh, my gosh, there's so many of you. This, this is not going to work. And so he's calling his wife. They're on the phone. They're telling us, no, 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 you shouldn't be here. And it gets really, really, really uncomfortable. Fast forward past that. We get into <laughs> we get into the house. The moment we get into the house, I'm already feeling uncomfortable because the guy's bugging out. The guy's moving twitchy. Uh, but we get into the house, and there's like two cats. One of the cats, a perfectly normal-looking cat, very cute cat, would own it if I could. Um, but, you know, just a regular normal cat walks by us. The next cat comes down the steps, mind you. It's like a horror movie already. We're already scared. We feel uncomfortable. We don't know where we're at. We feel like this guy's about to flip out on us. And this cat comes down the steps. Now, I love, I love pets, so let's make that disclaimer really clear. I love pets. I love cats. I love dogs. If you're a black cat, you're a little creepy. But still love you anyway. Um, but this cat, I don't really know what it was. It was just like really... It just looked different. Let's just say that. And the mouth looked like ravioli. Um, and it was just like, like right here, it was just like really full. Uh, and it just kind of came and it was just looking at us, but it was walking like kind of creepy. It was weird. Uh, but let's move forward past where the way it was walking. We get inside, we go upstairs, the guy's still bugging out. Like everything's on high. Everybody's scared. Or, well, everybody's like a little tense because we're not trying to, we're trying to figure out why the guy's not letting us stay or he wants us to stay, but he's like, you can't have this many people here. Mind you, two more people were coming. Um, but I'm sitting on the ground. I'm kind of like planning my escape. I'm looking out the window. And I'm thinking, like, you know, how how much could the human body take? Like, if I jump out this window, like, what will happen? Like, you know what I mean? Like, will I be able to make it out? Can we get out safe? Can I call an Uber and can we get out of here? Um, and this is a Connecticut, by, by the way. Like I said, Connecticut, I'm sure it's a great place because we had fun after this. Uh, but right in the beginning, this was the craziest experience. And so I'm sitting down on the ground and then the cute cat comes into the room and then the guy is just, like, freaking out, like, oh, my gosh, ah, like, yelling, kind of just, like, mad at his wife a little bit. He's like, sorry, guys, I'm not mad at you or whatever. And the cute cat comes inside, and he just picks it up, you know, throws it out the door. Cat makes a real weird noise, and I'm just like, all right, so this guy's here to kill. You know, like, this guy is not, like, he's, he's, not, he's not playing about anything. If he throws cats out the door, and it's his own cats, how much more would he do to us? You know what I'm saying? Um, but So that kind of goes forward. Um, we fast forward again. Man, I'm sitting down on the floor still. I'm just like, man, this dude is tossing cats. I'm uncomfortable. I start recording. I take my phone. I'm like, let me just put it on just in case. I might need to record. The next cat comes in. This is the same cat I was telling you about, man. And I'm on the ground, mind you. Cat walks up to me, you know, arms moving real weird, ravioli in the face. You know, I'm just like, my gosh. <laughs> you know, just like, I just said it behind, like, like, you really ugly. Just please don't touch me. Just like, as long as you don't touch me, it's all good. Uh, the cat comes next to me, man. The cat comes next to me, and I stayed as still as I possibly could because I'm just like, look, I don't want to like move the cat because I'm like, if I move the cat, this guy's gonna get angry. He might throw me out. Um, so I just kind of sat there, and then the cat gets to my face. We're like face to face to each other, and out of nowhere, I mean, I said it ribbited, right? I told my friends that this cat ribbited, and they're like, what does that mean? I was like, like a frog ribbit, it ribbited in my face. Either that or it burped. But then I learned neither of those things happened because I accidentally recorded it, like I said, because I was recording just to make sure that nothing happened. I had to send it to my family. And I accidentally recorded it and laid it on the line. I realized that the cat did not rib it, but the cat made it. What was the sound? Okay, 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 okay. So I drew a blank for a long time. I had to stop that. The cat did not rib it, 
the cat quacked. All right, so that was the noise that the cat came. So the cat came up to my face, little arms moving, and it was kind of like walking close to me. I was uncomfortable because I'm like, wow, this cat has ravioli face and like it's really close to me. But I'm like, just don't do anything. Like, we'll be cool. I'm just trying to just get out of here. Like, your owner doesn't hurt us. And then the cat just like walks up next to me, like staring at each other, like stared at me. I stared at it. He stared at me. And then it said, quack. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so it was time for me to get out there. I started slowly uh, picking myself up off that bed. And yeah, it was it was it was time to go. Uh, we we wound up eventually getting out of there though. So like this is like this just 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 say that the story didn't stop there. We wound up eventually getting out of there. Like he was getting a little mad at us after when we left. We hopped in the Uber. We got out quick. And the moment we got into the Uber, um, he was kind of like, well, when we get into the Uber, he was kind of like, oh, like do you really think it was gonna work? Ha ha ha! Like laughing at us. I'm like, man, I'm just trying to stay alive. So we left, got out of there. We get to the, we get to this this Mexican restaurant. I'm so excited. I'm like, let's just sit down. Let's just eat a little bit. Let's find a hotel, and we'll just like everything will be okay. I'm sitting inside the restaurant. I kid you not, my friends could attest to this. At least my friend Avery could attest to this. Avery, you could attest to this. And I, I sit down, and we're all, we're all getting ready. We're ordering and stuff. And the kid is like playing around with his mom. He's getting, he runs away from his mom. And he comes to our table and he goes, meow. I said, all right, well, it's time. It's time to go. Like, it's time to go. Like, moral of the story, Connecticut, I'm sure it was, it was great for the rest of the trip. But be careful where you go because Connecticut, to me, is known as the place where the kids, uh, the kids, the kids meow and the cats quack. So be very careful out there. Um, no, nah, but, but you know, long story short, like that's a that's a true story. Uh, but I really just wanted to remind y'all that it's it's just not all it's not all about just strict business. Sometimes you got a vacation. Sometimes you got to get out. Um, still, there's there's a still a, there's still a balance, right? Like right now, I'm on like I said, I'm on vacation on my way back home. Uh, today and it should be a great blessing but it was enjoyable and I'm happy that I got a chance to rest you know I'm happy I got a chance to spend some time relaxing and then now it can be back to the drawing board right some things that I'm trying to work on things I need to get done uh, that I need to get back at it and I need to have an unconquerable faith that it'll get done because trust me in this world like I mentioned in the last episode there's this worry train and if you hop on the worry train you start feeling like nothing's gonna get done you hop on the worry train, you're going to feel like you're not doing enough. If you hop on the worry train, you're going to feel like every accolade that you haven't reached makes you irrelevant, makes you not strong enough, not good enough. Trust me, you are. Just keep on pushing. Have unconquerable faith. And don't forget to be a good reporter because good reporters bring good news.